0: Welcome to Bake It to the Limit with Katie. I'm your host, Katie, and tonight we are we are going to bake a white cake. My plan for this white cake is to make petafores for Valentine's Day treats for my daughter's teachers at her school. So I have a bunch of leftover egg whites from the tart recipe from last episode. So I'm going to use those egg whites to make. make a white cake in preparation I've preheated my oven to 350 and I've taken out my cookie sheet it's a rimmed cookie sheet and I lined it with parchment paper and I sprayed it with baking spray and then I dusted it with flour all the way around I found that that is the most important step of making a cake is making sure you don't skip the step that makes sure that allows the cake to come out of the pan easily otherwise everything else is for not that cake gets stuck in there all right well I guess it's time to get started so to make a white cake I need to pour my milk and egg whites and my vanilla extract into one container so here's my vanilla temperature egg whites. I set them out earlier today to make sure they would be at room temperature. Unfortunately, I didn't have milk when I was gathering my ingredients I had to run to the store. But I was able to bring it down to room temperature really quickly by pouring the amount of milk I needed, the one cup, into a liquid measuring cup and then putting that liquid measuring cup into a bowl of warm water and letting it sit there for a few minutes. So there is my milk added to all those. I'm gonna get out a fork and whisk this two together. Now, this recipe I'm following is meant to be for two nine inch round cake pans, but I don't have much luck with cutting in half cake rounds, so I just, I'm not, my plan is to pour my cake batter into my cake, my, my cookie sheet and hope it works out for the best. And since I'll be starting with a rectangle I can, and it'll be thin already, I won't have to cut it in half and try to keep it level all the way around. Okay. Now I've got my egg whites and my milk and my vanilla extract all mixed together. And now I need to whisk all my flour. I'm using cake flour for this recipe. Called for, what, two cups of cake flour? Or two and a quarter cups of cake flour, huh? Well, two cups of cake flour, but that was all I had, so I had to add a quarter cup of regular flour. Hopefully it doesn't ruin my cake. It's mostly cake flour. And to that I need to add granulated sugar. Three quarters of a cup and my baking powder, and salt. And my baking powder. And my salt. I've combined these dry ingredients into the bowl of my standing mixer, and I'm just going to turn it on and mix those on on low, just until they're mixed together a little bit. After that, I'm going to add my butter, which is about a stick and a half of softened butter. My butter and my dry ingredients have been combining for about five minutes on low and now it resembles I guess wet sand. And it's time to move on to the next step. I'm going I've put my liquid ingredients into a measuring cup. And I'm gonna put all but a half cup of my egg and vanilla and milk mixture into the standing mixer while it's still running. I'm gonna crank this up to medium high or high, and let it go for about a minute and a half. It's been about a minute, and now I'm gonna add the rest of my liquid ingredients to the standing mixer. Oh, I'm gonna do that slower. I got a little bit of a mess. All right, just gonna stop it real quick and grab a rubber spatula and give it a good stir to make sure. Nothing stuck to the bottom or the sides there. And then I'm gonna let it run for another 20 seconds, the standing mixer. All right, I got my batter all mixed up. Now it's time to remove my bowl from my standing mixer. off my whisk there and I don't know how much batter I should put in my baking sheet I consulted Google but it didn't know either really without doing any math and I'm not here to do math so I'm just gonna put my batter into a liquid measuring cup and we'll find out today how many cups of batter one should put in a half sheet baking sheet This is a rimmed baking sheet, by the way. I've got four cups here, I'm going to see how far that takes me. I'm just going to scrape this out of my liquid measuring cup with my rubber spatula. And now I'm going to get my offset spatula. Spread it into the all around my my pan. It crawled in the corners. I love this offset spatula. I lost it for a little while. I had to get another one. one. And then I found the little one. Now I have two. It's awesome. Like I wonder if this is like cupcakes where you don't want to fill it up all the way. Right this recipe made um, almost six cups of batter. Um, the four cups didn't quite fill up the cookie sheet as much as I'd like it to be, so I'm going to go ahead and add the rest of the batter. Which, Might be a mistake, but only time will tell. That's like my favorite saying, I guess, I'm baking. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna spread that around. So I painstakingly spread out the batter into as even a layer as I could. And I still have about a half inch to the top of this cookie sheet. So, put it into the oven and hope for the best. The other problem with using a different cake pan than the recipe called for is I don't know how long this should bake. So, I'm going to start with 15 minutes. It might take double that. It might take like 10 minutes more than that. I don't know. But I'll start with 15 minutes and rotate it at that point and assess how much time I think it needs to bake from there. Now while that's baking, I'm going to clean off my equipment. I'm going to scrape the remainders of the batter into a coffee mug. And make sure everything gets washed in warm soapy water because tonight I'm also going to make a filling for this cake. Also, and a syrup too. When I set out my butter earlier, I also set out a container of mascarpone. So I'm hoping to make a like a tiramisu type filling, and I have a lot of Kahlua and espresso powder. and I'll make. Um, The syrup that you would traditionally make for a tiramisu, I'll make it and put them just kind of... My plan is to brush it on the cake, assuming I have a cake (laughs) at some point tonight. So, wish me luck. I'll talk to you again in about 15 minutes. To open up my oven and see how far 15 minutes got us. Oh my gosh. It's really risen above and beyond <laughs> this baking sheet, but it's not spilling out and overflowing, so I guess that's good news. It's definitely not dead. I'm going to go ahead and turn it and set the timer for another... I'm going to do 7 minutes. Wow, that had to be turned very carefully. As I was moving, it, I could see that the liquid just under the surface that was starting to set was kind of moving under there. So I moved it very carefully, not to disturb any part of that cake. All right, well, we'll see what it looks like in about seven minutes. While my cake finishes baking, I'm gonna go ahead and get started on the syrup that I'm gonna brush the cake with. So I've got about a half cup of water, to that I'm adding a third of a cup of sugar, and i combining those in a tiny little saucepan and I'm gonna stir that until it comes to a boil. Got about two tablespoons of espresso powder and mixed that with some hot water, about two tablespoons of hot water, and I set that aside. And that'll make what this uh, other recipe that I'm following calls the espresso extract. Now, if you don't have espresso powder, you should get some and keep it in your pantry because it's really great. For, uh, not just making espresso, but if you're ever making brownies or any other kind of chocolate dessert or cake, just add a little bit of espresso powder, like half a teaspoon to a teaspoon. It'll really make your chocolate uh, baked good taste extra yummy. And make it seem like you're using really fancy chocolate when you're not. Take a peek at my cake real quick. Still got some time left on the timer. Oh it is golden brown. I would say that's a done looking color. i gonna get, take this out and set it on a baking sheet. Not a baking sheet, a cooling rack. Alright, and now my water and sugar mixture has finally come to a boil. I'm going to add, turn that off, turn the heat off of that, and I'm going to add a tablespoon of this uh, espresso extract along with a tablespoon coffee flavor of liqueur and I'm just going to stir those together and then set this mixture aside to cool off a little bit. Oh, that smells yummy. Probably just wants to pour this into a little cup of milk and drink it. At some point I know I'm going to need to whip up some whipped cream, some heavy cream into whipped cream, so I'm gonna put my standing mixer bowl into the fridge so it'll chill. Right now it's still pretty warm from being washed a while ago. So my cake has been cooling in its pan for, I don't know, close to 10 minutes now. I'm gonna run a paring knife around the edges and try to remove it from the pan. it rose so much the edges of it kind of gripped the edges of my baking sheet the exact spot where I didn't have it sprayed and properly fired, so I'll be trimming a little bit of that off now the only way I can think to turn this out is to get another surface the same size as this bake- this cookie sheet so I have another cookie sheet the exact same size as this one that the cake is in. I'm going to lay a piece of parchment paper on top of the cake and I'm going to put the bottom of my empty cookie sheet on top of this cake and I'm going to grip them and flip the whole thing over. Wish me luck. Okay, I flipped them over I'm just going to try to wiggle this cake. this cookie sheet up and see if it's... it's oh, it came out! I'm so happy. Oh, it's such a relief. Ah. Now i got to let this cool completely, but since it's... Oh, now it's on a platter that will hold it. Because my, unfortunately, my cooling rack is not big enough to accommodate uh, this much surface area. So I've made some room in my fridge, in my freezer, for that cake and I put it in there to let it chill, Hope it chill really quickly. And now I'm going to start making this uh, tiramisu filling for this cake. So I sifted about a half a cup of powdered sugar into a large bowl and to that I've added some mascarpone cheese. Mascarpone is just this creamy, spreadable cheese. It's not as tangy as cream cheese. And more expensive for some reason but they did have it at Walmart I was surprised and now I'm gonna to add to this I'm gonna add some Kahlua yay and the rest of this espresso extract that I made and I'm gonna start uh, combining these things together until it's nice and until just combined I think and I'm just gonna to have to whisk these together by hand because my standing mixer needs to be cleaned needs to be kept clean and it's still in the fridge because i'll be using that to whip up some whipped cream Mm, it smells very chocolatey very cluity now it's all stuck in my whisk it's almost come together almost no white streaks as soon as I added that espresso powder and water combination it really turned this whole thing brown all right that's good enough I'm gonna take my heavy cream out of the fri- fridge and my bowl reattach my bowl to my standing mixer and reattach my whisk which also got chilled because it was in the bowl along for the ride Measure out one cup of heavy cream. I'll add that to my nice and chilled bowl. Right in a lot of places that chilling your bowl before you whip up your head with up uh, heavy cream really helps the process along. So just gonna lock my standing mixer into place and turn it on to medium, maybe high, whatever it takes to get this to whip up into stiff peaks. So what I ended up doing was whisking the heavy cream on medium for about 30 seconds until it got kind of foamy and then I cranked it up to high and it didn't take much longer after that before I got some stiff peaks. You don't want to over whip your heavy cream because it will break and then you won't have whipped cream anymore. Just knocking off the extra whipped cream. And now I need to fold this into my mascarpone mixture. Just need to find my river spatula. There it is. I'll take out my bowl. And I'll put in half of the whipped cream into this bowl of mascarpone and Kahloa and Espresso. And just carefully mix that in there. And then once all this is mixed in, I'll mix in the other half of that whipped cream. All right, that's good enough. I'll, here's the other half of my whipped cream going in here. Now, this is an eggless tiramisu filling. I've made some tiramisus in the past that had no eggs and I've made some tiramisu that ha- did have eggs. But because this wasn't gonna be cooked again, and I was, and I'm serving it to my kids' teachers. I decided to, uh, yeah, go with a recipe that called for no eggs or raw eggs. Anyway, that's why it was so important to me earlier that I really wash out my mixing bowl after mi- mi- mixing up that cake batter. All right, I'm gonna fold in the rest of this whipped cream. Until just not too much, just until there's a, an even color all the way through the mixture. There's no streaks, you know, of white or It's all one color. Just a few more, and it'll be ready. Hmm. Just gonna give that a little taste test. Well, that tastes really, really nice. Very tiramisu-y. My cake out of the freezer and get back over to the table where I have plenty of room to work. What I need to do is cut this cake in half down the middle and that will give me my two layers. Um, the bottom layer, my plan is to brush some of that, uh, this tiramisu mixture. over not the tiramisu mixture. The syrup I made earlier with the coffee and the sugar and the Kahlua and I'll brush that onto the bottom layer and then I will add a layer of that mascarpone filling. But first I gotta cut which means I gotta measure and make sure it's it's very even. I guess I could trim off the sides once it's all said and done but I'd rather save as much cake as possible so I'm gonna get out a ruler. Here I'm holding it up, and I found about the midpoint. My little friend here has joined me, so got my water bottle handy. Bye. Get her out of the way. And oh, that was my cat, not my child. I didn't spray my child in the face. So it looks like the middle of it is nine inches, so I got my biggest. Uh, bread knife, I have, and it goes all the way across this cake, so there's no messing this up and not cutting it straight. There. Hopefully, that's perfectly in half. Now, I think I should, I don't know, I think I should tie that over? I don't know. I might have to put it back in the other pan. Well, that might be a good place for it and pick it up with my hand no that's not a good idea um I'll just flip it over and put it back just like I did earlier. I'll put the pins together and let's flip them all back over together. Oh, I dropped my ruler. All right, you're gonna happen. Excellent. am gonna get my pastry brush now. We only have the one so it doubles as a barbecue brush too. So I never know where it's gonna be. Here. It is. Now I'm gonna take this syrup and brush the carefully brush the top of this cake. And I don't know how generous I should be but I really like the flavor of coffee and cooler so I'm gonna be very generous. This is for teachers after all. So I know what my kids are like, so they probably need it. So I have a silicone brush and it's not the best for applying syrup to cake. I should really need to get a proper pastry brush. When you make tiramisu, you use you make this syrup and you dip like the lady fingers in it before you assemble it. This recipe kinda just replaces those lady fingers with cake. Now once I assemble this cake, I'm going to wrap it real tight and serum wrap and freeze it because that'll make cutting it into tiny little cakes a lot easier. So they say anyway, I've never done this before. The is not the cake part. Now I'm going to go get, get my mascarpone filling and put that on to this cake that I just put syrup all over. I think I'm gonna have a lot of leftover filling and syrup, so it's possible that tomorrow night I make me I might make another cake <laughs> just to make sure I have enough for all my teachers. My youngest one has maybe six teachers in her classroom, teachers and assistants. She's two, so that makes sense. My older one, she's got her teachers and then she has all her extra teachers like the art teacher, the science teacher, the gym teacher. Another thing I could do is I could make a batch of cupcakes and take out the core and put some syrup. And filling inside them. That might be a little bit easier than trying to make that many pedophores. I've decided that when I real after I find out how uh, hard it is to actually make pedophores. Because what I'm going to end up doing is I'll be cutting this big cake into little bitty cakes and I'm going to make a pourable fondant and coat them in that fondant. I'm going to let that set up and then I'll have a chance to decorate them in whichever way I like and I haven't decided on that yet. And While this cake was baking earlier I had a little bit of batter that I scraped out of the bowl I put it in the coffee cup and I baked that I didn't bake that, I put that in the microwave and <laughs> microwaved it for about a minute so I have a little uh, test cake, tasting cake I can taste tonight Alright Hopefully that's a good amount of filling I'm kind of Combining a couple of different recipes here. So, not sure how much filling I should put in this cake. So, that's the bottom layer. And now I'm going to try to get this top layer and just put it precisely on my bottom layer here. Use my friend, see if my friend the offset spatula will help. No, nah, that's not a good choice. Let me get a different instrument for this. Let's try this big old grilling spatula. Alright, I gotta get hold of most of it. I'm just gonna flip it over. Here we go. Oh, that's great. Yay. I'm tempted to put some more syrup on top of this cake. I don't know if that would be a mistake. If I'm gonna put more syrup on it, now would be a good time to do it. Cause I don't wanna do it before I cut it. I certainly don't wanna do it before I put frosting on it. Or I wonder if there's a way I could incorporate some of the syrup into the fondant frosting. Well, if I find a way, I'll definitely let y'all know. This episode I use the white cake recipe from Baking Illustrated by the editors of Cook's Illustrated magazine and I use the recipe for tiramisu filling and syrup from smittenkitchen.com follow me on Instagram at bake it to the limit underscore with underscore Katie I'll be breaking this episode up into two, two parts Next part I will be decorating and finishing off these petit fours. Wish me luck and happy baking!